Hello, Pokeminders! And welcome to our weekly Pokepod, where we discuss everything related to mental well-being as well as our journey as a startup. I'm your host, Yusuf. And I'm your host, Sarah. And today, we're gonna poke some minds. Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode number two. Today, we're going to talk about demotivation in the entrepreneurial setting. Recently, Apple released a few features, and even the company was called the Startup Killer. Can you imagine how you would feel after your startup just goes under in a few seconds? All your hard work evaporating within a few seconds. Just poof, gone. Do not despair, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to address some of these issues as we've seen a lot of startups just go under because of big companies and we think it's fine. It's just about finding a new strategy and pivoting the whole thing. Finding a new. <laughs> Don't say the so... whole thing, it sounds so big. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <It's> just buy. <laughs> You'll have to find your new own thing and go to market as quick as possible otherwise they will eat you up again. <laughs> Don't despair! Panic! Panic! <laughs> as you can see, it's a lot of panic in here. We ourselves are trying to navigate this new information that we received and how we're gonna move forward. So today we're going to discuss some aspects of how we ourselves dealt with the demotivation throughout this period of doing your own startup and how can you actually pivot and how we did that as well. So to start off the episode, can you tell us a bit more what happened in the past two weeks? Well, in a startup setting, a lot happens in two weeks. We've been working a lot on redesigning our logo. We've been working with a logo designer to do so. We also gained some new collaborations in the therapy and psychology clinics here in Sweden. So hopefully we'll get a lot more help to design our products. And that is super exciting because we're working with psychologists that are super motivated to create these products and it's giving our company a new direction and novel things to work on and that is super fun it is very very fun we've been trying so hard to get these collaborations and yeah finally it's happening so yeah we've decided to go through with expanding our products we've decided to go through with designing this ecosystem to make it better to shape it for both psychologists and end users uh, very well alongside with these psychologists. So we're very excited for the next stage and we hope that you are too. And now let's talk about demotivation. Starting your own business comes with a lot of uncertainty and a lot of risk. And this can cause us to be demotivated along the way because we don't know if the outcome is going to be good or bad. We don't know if this is going to work out or not. And we have to have faith and continue working, which is not something easy to do when you can't see the end of it. Do not worry about this because it's always part of the process. Being demotivated a little bit or down and up is just part of the journey. If you get demotivated because another big company just came up and completely killed your idea, that's fine pivot. If something happens and your idea did not become 
as appealing as you thought it would be, pivot. Just don't give up, keep going, and just push for it. Trust me, things will pay up at the end. It's not going to be the end of an idea because a big corporation just decided to release a new feature. It's all about how you take it and what you want to do. Are you ready to endure all of that? Because it's part of the journey. It's part of the success. Going from failure to failure, still having the same enthusiasm. I've read some really interesting statistics on the internet about how 90% of the startups actually fail not because of the idea, that the idea is not novel enough, but rather that the teams get demotivated or start fighting with each other. So as long as you have the team under control and you have a strategy on where you're going, I think you can get through anything together. Exactly. One of my favorite quotes, actually from a cartoon movie from, I think, 2007, it's called Meet the Robinsons. And the biggest thing that the family kept pushing, they're very smart, very entrepreneurial person, the inventor, was keep moving forwards. And they had a song about it. They had uh, the whole home is like, keep moving forwards. Failure is part of the process. And... Every time I watch this movie, I, I just cry. <laughs> I really do because this this is the kind of support I want. You know, this is this is everyone is like pushing them to 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 move forward. It doesn't matter if you fail; it's okay. But we're we're moving forwards. Yeah, but maybe we can start off by talking about what demotivation looks like and how to recognize it in a company setting. Like we started off, we were super excited about our idea and we loved the process of ideation and all of that but at some point we reached a stage where we had to move from ideation to actually uh, constructing the business and that can be demotivating if you don't know what to do so what is exactly demotivation so demotivation is basically when you hit a wall so when you have an idea and you just get stuck and you can't move forward and that creates this void in your brain, uh, you become more reluctant to think about how you can take the next step and things become a bit fuzzy because suddenly it's not the way you want it to be. Yeah, I completely agree with you, but also demotivation can come from doing things that you yourself don't like doing for example in a startup you don't have everyone doing separate tasks but you kind of have to cover for each other so you end up doing a lot of things that you don't want to do and that can be demotivating but at the same time isn't it part of the process of you have to go through to do at least a few things that you don't completely love to get where you want it is but then it is also important to do the things that makes you excited about the company otherwise you lose that attachment to it because it's just not what you wanted to do and the whole purpose of starting your own business is to be able to do what you want but to reach that stage you have to go through this phase where you have to do everything even the things that you don't want to do yeah i i see where you're trying to go with the fact that you have to do or you do things that you don't want to do but at the same time, 
I do believe it's part of the fun aspect of doing a startup, uh, even though it's something that I don't enjoy completely doing. In the past few uh, months, I've been doing things that I've never done before. That can be demotivating for some people, but for me, it was oh, I, this is this is what I want to learn. This is what this is new. It will yeah. be hard. It'll take me months to to learn this, but. I like that. And I think this is the right mindset that I was in then. Yeah. So I think maybe the advice there is instead of looking at it from the perspective of, oh, this is a task I don't want to do. It's the mindset of growth of I can do things to learn, even though it's not my favorite, even even though it's not my field, it's something that I can learn from. And that can overcome the demotivation of, I don't want to do everything. Yeah, but then you have to be in that mindset, as you said, and be that person because some people just don't want to. But I, I see your point. But today we're here to talk about demotivation from the perspective of you've been working a lot on this project and then suddenly something came up and you became irrelevant in the field and how to deal with that kind of demotivation i know this has happened to us a few times in the past year because market changes all the time and even let's say that we are in a stable market things change all the time anyways and i think there has to be some room for change in our strategy as well this kind of relates back to when i said i was in the mindset then so for example when it came to learning I was in the mindset of growth. I wanted to grow. I wanted to learn a lot of things. But as soon as this thing hit, Apple released this, I wasn't in the mindset of, oh, we can pivot. Yeah. I was in the mindset of, crap, this <laughs> yeah, is going to put us it. out of business. <laughs> saw you freaking out for like five <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, this is good news and bad news at the same time. But it's about how we take it from there. And... I think what's good with the plan that we had was that we allowed for some flexibility in our strategy and that makes this less risky. Yeah, flexibility is one of the bigger things. Uh, whenever I say pivot, I remember Ross and friends carrying the couch <laughs> and they're trying to get it upstairs and he's like, pivot, pivot. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, it's actually the truth, you know, you have to... You're carrying this very heavy couch up the stairs and you have to constantly pivot. You have to constantly be flexible yeah. for it to go up. Otherwise, <laughs> it won't. Yeah, Finding solutions to the obstacles along the way can help you reach your goals. Otherwise, if you're not flexible, you will hit this wall and you will be stuck because you just don't know where to go from there. Yeah, that's true. Basically, our point is be flexible. Don't let things make you feel like you're not because everything in life changes market changes people change and it's just a constant process so flow you know flow and see how it goes it's always good to look at it from the bigger picture i'll keep quoting lucas yeah. <laughs> from the last episode when he says always look at the big picture and i think it applies here i was actually looking for tips on how to stay motivated within a company and there were conflicting sources so one would say set unrealistic goals this will help you get motivated to reach the bigger picture 
because otherwise you can get into this monotonic mindset where you have to reach these small goals and you forget to celebrate the small goals and it just it gets you thrilled kind of to have like bigger goals that you're reaching for yes i think this is something we need to work on i think i'm the kind of person that does not like celebrating small things because they will always stay small to me yeah and when we when we were talking to our business coach last time he was like yeah you started doing things this is something to celebrate i'm like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It's really exactly. not. laughs> like we went from not having a web app to having a web app within like three months and i think that's something that is worth celebrating but we forgot about it or like we didn't see it as big of an achievement and we're still like oh we need to reach the next thing we need to reach the one after and then we forgot that the process of it is also what's important true not just the process like there's a lot of problems and maybe i've said yes look at the bigger picture but Mm -hmm. hell i've been looking at the bigger picture and that's the problem don't you think so I think it's good and bad because if you don't have a big picture, then you don't know where you're going. And if you're only looking at the big picture, you forget the journey itself and you won't enjoy it as much. And then that takes away from the whole business because you'll never reach the bigger picture. There will always be something bigger that you would want. Even once we reach that massive goal, let's say, We'll probably have another goal in mind already then that we would want to reach and forget to celebrate that part. Yeah. I think the best advice there is to be a whale. I've, a whale? Yes, a whale. <laughs> in Ted Lasso, they say be a goldfish. I say be a whale. Okay. <laughs> uh, a whale is a very good metaphor of going up and down. Um, I think uh, the first person that advised me to do that was uh, my professor during my master's. And he advised everyone doing research to be a whale. Go up, see how it is, and then dive deep down into the details again. But if you keep being down, you will suffocate. There's no air for you down there. Mm. And then you have to go up again, see how it is, and move forward from there. So So, it, it is a process of seeing the big picture, going into the details. And seeing the big picture will motivate you to reach the goal but then going out down in the details will remind you that you are doing progress and you should celebrate those things. Yeah, so finding a balance between the two is really important because otherwise you'll either get demotivated and lose just all will to do it. For example, we were kind of in a, I would say, demotivation stage. And then this thing happened where we found this collaboration and I think working towards that was also motivating and that was a source of motivation for me that things are moving because when you go through a phase of things are not moving it's normal to get demotivated and i think like small things happening and acknowledging that you are making progress can also be motivating or seeing the progress so maybe having a reflection on things Don't you feel that with our business coaching sessions that we have? Oh, definitely. I mean, our coach is kind of a a reflective kind. It's more, it's not like the brainstorming kind. It's more like guiding, which makes you feel 
a lot more motivated because you find yourself thinking about what could happen. So every time we go to him when we're stuck or there's a, a demotivation aspect in our journey, it becomes more of a, oh, actually, it's not that big of a problem. Yeah. Life is a lot simpler than that. And he doesn't tell us exactly what to do. Instead, he makes us think of what we can do, which I think is super helpful rather than telling us in which direction to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think anyone in this world will know exactly where or what direction a company can go in. It's impossible to exactly define where you're at because we are diving deep into this. So we will be the people that actually know where we're headed. Uh, if we meet someone every week or every a month, it becomes more of a, can you reflect? Can you see what you're doing instead of, oh, this is the best decision to make. Exactly. And I think the best thing that came out of it was that he asked us what we could do in the moment. And I think that shaped what we were doing because we were testing out so many different directions and we couldn't decide on just one direction. So we kind of just thought of what is possible to be done right now. And that gave us the motivation to work towards something specific instead of just testing out the waters in different places. Yeah. Focus, I think, is the word. Because when you narrow down the focus, you become motivated. And what we've been reading so far is that we become demotivated for the lack of progress and that creates out of focus because if you're completely out of focus you won't really do any progress progress will become a lot slower than you want it to be but if you shift and you have a very clear goal by doing the things that we discussed before like you reflect or have people around you to kind of make you reflect you will not lose track of where you're going I completely agree with you yeah. and I love that I have you as my co-founder because sometimes when I get demotivated for example I start looking for other things to do and other directions for the company and testing out different things that get me motivated and you kind of just bring me back to our core focus and guide me in where we need to go to not lose that focus and shift somewhere else completely Wow, I, I've always thought you hated that when they do this. Well, in the moment, <laughs> I do, because I'm like, you're killing my creativity vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, <laughs> it's not to kill anything, right? It's just to make us a bit focused. And I think you only realized that when our business coach told you that, <laughs> yeah. okay, this is not <laughs> what you guys are doing. Please yeah. shift back to what you, your, your, your main focus, your, your job. Yeah. I think doing that kind of takes away from the job we are doing in the moment. But it gets me motivated in those five hours. I'm doing research that is useless, basically, because I, we don't need it. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's just something that I need to stop doing. And instead of looking for other directions, that I would put in that effort into finding something within what we're doing yeah i think this goes ties back to the idea of having 
compatible people around you because you and I are basically the opposites when it comes to ideation and brainstorming. Yeah. Um, so whenever you are thinking generally or thinking about completely different ideas and I ask you a very simple question, how on earth is this related? And you're like, it's related in my head. And I'm like, it is really yeah, not. It's, it's so annoying when you do that though. <laughs> like I'm like, I am thinking about so many different things at the same time that I can't narrow the focus. But I think it's good to have both in the company. It's good that I'm aware of the different options as well, just in case, for example, a company comes and makes us irrelevant. I think it's good to know our options so that we can pivot and change if needed. But then if that is not the case and we are going in, a, in the right direction, then I don't see the point of me testing out other things. Yes, and I am a very goal-oriented person. I get hyper-focused on something very specific, and I need to achieve that. I need to get that goal, otherwise I'm not making any progress whatsoever. So having both becomes... It's a conflict. It's a constant struggle to know how to interact with each other and reach a conclusion. But I feel like it's always important to think of how to move forward and how to see every general thing. And the beauty of this, we are a whale. Let's say that you have hit a wall and you don't know what to do, you lack the motivation and you just are out of ideas. What do you think can be done in that situation to get out of it and get motivated again? Other than keep moving forwards, my favorite quote, um, I think having the mentality to withstand changes, because changes are hard. We're not yeah. mentally built to withstand a lot of changes. And getting used to the fact that you can change is a bigger task than you would think. So developing a tough mentality is what you're I feel um, like <laughs> I feel like it's weird to say that because be tough is not really an advice you know yeah be tough is comparable to oh men don't cry you know <laughs> you you're allowed to cry but then you have to move on from that and do something about it yeah but it's not moving on that's the problem it's having the mentality to accept change not the moving on. Moving on happens afterwards. But before moving on, you have to accept where you are. You have to understand your position and see what you can do. Think of solutions instead of thinking of a problem. Do you think being okay with changes or being aware that changes happen all the time from the beginning is something that can help to prepare for anything changing? Remember... At the beginning, when we didn't have a very specific path. Yeah. And at some point, if I remember correctly, our whole idea just pivoted towards something completely different. I can't remember what was the first thing. It's been so long that we talked about how mental gym, we talked about something similar to other companies. And it came out of nowhere that we decided on something. And then a few weeks later... I remember that phase, it was very sad for us because you became like, we've been changing so much. 
everything I've done so far is thrown out of the window. And that is demotivating. Hell, I was so demotivated then. I couldn't do anything. I was like, ah, this is going to change in a few weeks anyway. (laughs) I'm not doing the work. But you have to do the work. Otherwise, you wouldn't know if it's going to work or not. Or if it's the thing. But then environmental changes makes you have to change. Yeah. And it does not become your fault. It just becomes that at this point, you had to change. So I became that person that is waiting for the change because I feel like all my efforts have gone to waste so far. I wouldn't see it as the efforts have gone to waste, at least not now. Maybe in the moment of us changing so much, it does feel like what's the point of doing this if we're going to do something else at the end anyways? But looking at it now, it's what helped us get into this direction and decide on what we wanted to do. Because before, we didn't know what would work, what wouldn't work. We had to do market research. We had to talk to people, ask them what they wanted. We thought they wanted something or we assumed that they wanted something. And then when we asked them, they didn't want it. So we had to be flexible and adapt to whatever's coming especially in the beginning but i can understand that it's super hard when you're in it it's not about just in it it's about doing the work yeah Yeah, i i get that we talk to people we were trying to change we were trying to change ideas often but then at the beginning it was easier i think it's this black hole in the middle that this is how i see it Because at the beginning, it's a sequentially increasing change. It starts first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and then it slows down, slows down. And then every time you pick your finger, everything you've done so far changes. And it becomes bigger and bigger of a risk. And I think you have to understand that, that it, yes, now I've worked so much, we have a web app running, we have things happening, at some point, we might need to pivot. And this complete work that we've done can be just thrown out of the window or adapted to a certain direction. And we have to be fine with that. Yeah, but I feel like that work that you see as useless is the base and is the ground for everything. So I don't see it as useless work. And at the same time, if you look back, We've always had the same vision and mission for our company. That never changed. What changed is the way we present our core product. True. Yeah. I've always thought about the core product as the company. But at the very beginning, I think the values are not even that well defined. And if I remember it, it was not really defined until we decided that, okay, we need to do something now, now. And then we defined what we what our values are and our goals are. But before that, it wasn't. No, but before that, we knew that we wanted to create something that would help people with their mental well-being. And that has always been the goal. Even though the values were not determined, like communication and all of those. Those were not defined, but the goal itself of providing something that would help people with their mental well-being was always there. From the moment we sat in that cafe and decided we wanted to start a business, it was healthcare. We wanted to help people. 
Yeah, but healthcare is so general. It's that these values that defined us later. I, I, I do not believe that we've defined our values until we started working on our core product. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that we defined the values when we started, just the goal of what we wanted to do. And the values kind of came along the way through the work. So I think what would help a company is defining a goal early on. And that goal can be general. That goal can be fuzzy. But by the end of the day, you have to have a goal from the beginning because that will drive where you're headed. That will make you accept, have a constant that if I am on the track of this goal, along the way, no matter how many times I pivot or change, I have my lifeline. I have my goal that I'm still pursuing. Yeah. I mean, we're passionate about helping people, right? And that's what's been driving us during this whole journey. Making mental care more accessible to people. So mental toughness doesn't really come from nothing. It comes from having the baseline, having the goal constantly with you. Having something you're passionate about and that can drive you back. Yeah. Being tough is hard. So having people around you that help you out, having the goal to look back to, being okay with change all the time, pivoting, these are things just to help you out to get there. By the end of the day, no one's going to tell you you have to be tough, but you know that this is the only way through. Yeah, and I think the support system is one of the key things to have in keeping you motivated as well. Having people around you that really believe in you, I find it very important. And thankfully I have you and I have also our biggest supporter, my dad. (laughs) And uh, he talks to me about everything and nothing within the company and he tells me how he can help. And it's just really nice to talk to people about it and they remind you why your work is so important. Yeah. And like having people that are excited about the work you're doing gets you even more excited. Yeah, that's completely true. Talking to certain people that really gets you down instead is sometimes also good because that grounds you, that makes you notice the flaws in your work. But having support, not blindly, is actually important. But again... I really want to focus on fake support and actually being supportive because a lot of people can easily tell you, great job, this is so cool, ah, awesome, all this crap that yeah. we listen from people. and it, False positives. <laughs> false positives. I don't think it helps you at all. It just blinds you to think that, oh, I'm doing great, and then... When you hit a wall, actually, no one's going to be there for you. Yeah, but I think the people that are actually supporting you are the people that talk to you about everything. Not just the good things, but also the bad things and how to solve these things and how to move forward. That are there for you no matter what and not just when it's going well. It's not about going well or not doing well. I mean, it can go well and people can just clap for you. 
but it also cannot go well and people clap for you anyway. And this is not what you want. I mean, right now, look at us. We're still very early on. You can see people clapping for us, even though we haven't done anything. Or you can see people that are actually telling you how to be better. We have feedback that is useful and we have feedback that is just fake to make you feel good about yourself. And we don't want to just feel good about ourselves doing something important. We want to actually make it work. And having different perspectives is how you do it. But it's so easy just to say, oh, this is super cool. You're doing a great job. And we're not. But I think that is also what keeps you motivated. So you need both. You need the honest and you need the positive. Because if it's only bad, then you might just give up. The honest can be positive. Yeah. And this is what you want. You want the honest, you want the positive, and you want the negative. Still honest. Honesty is the key here when you get feedback from people. And you don't want it to be fake to just feed your ego. You want it to actually weigh to something. You want it to produce into a change. That's why when I get negative feedback, I don't see it as bad I see it as really good. I see that that person actually invested time and mental power to actually give you feedback, realistic feedback on something that they did not like or something that they want you to improve. And that's not necessarily bad. So in this week's episode, we talked about being tough, creating the ability to be mentally tough and resilient to change and the ability to accept and pivot often if needed. We also talked about how important it is to surround yourself with people that care and that would tell you honestly about everything and not just give you positive support but also are honest with you in terms of the things that you can improve and accepting feedback from people and working from there. And we also talked about how crucial it is to celebrate the small wins while simultaneously keeping an eye on the big picture. All right, so with that, we end today's podcast and we hope that we have poked some minds today. See ya! See ya!